if that's recording. Should have audio. All right, let's do this. Probably don't need to record in GarageBand too. Uh, yeah, you don't have to. I was like, I've got the Zoom and I've got QuickTime recording, so. Oh, you're good. Yeah, I don't need to do it there. I'll just edit in there. Okay. Welcome everyone to this edition of the Dynasty Dads. I'm your host Matt Renshaw. And with me again for good, uh, Garrett Greb. Garrett, welcome back. Oh, it's so great. You know what? It's kind of fun. Um, it's going to take me a couple shows to maybe settle in. Yeah. It's nice to be back, not just as like a guest room. Like, oh, hey, my buddy Matt asked yeah. me to do a guest spot on his show. No, uh, it's official. Be, yeah, like in the co-captain chair. You, like, are. you know, for a while, well, you can be in the driver's seat. I'm just happy to be in the hey. passenger seat next to you saying like, uh, you know, give me the ox. I'll pick the music, hey, whatever. You know? I, you know, I'm, I'm thankful to have you. Uh, it's it, the last few that we've done together have been great. Uh, I mean, we've had... Big big guests on Heath Cummings. Oh man, Thor was awesome. I mean, so it was it was an easy. It was easy to go. Hey, Garrett, if you want to do this, let's do this. So, well, it was easy for me because when you're making uh, a guest appearance on a pal's podcast and you are like like way second build, like it's Thor Nystrom <laughs> or it's Heath, you know, like people people know professionals in the industry right. and they're like. like also, uh, guest appearance of Garrett Grubb. And like that, uh, the Batman guy from Twitter? That's like, right. Oh, okay, I yeah. guess, you know, sure. Well, you, you have experience doing a football podcast. Oh, I mean, yeah, it, I do. It, it, this, it is great to be back in the saddle again because it's been, you know, it's been a little bit. We had the show and we had some a lot of fun times and, and a lot of sort of rising success. But then you know how things go. Some things just kind of come to the end. And I've always had this, like, missing little place in or a piece of my heart dedicated to like get on a microphone talk about football on a regular basis you know i love fantasy whether it's uh you know silly space movies or caped you know comic book characters okay. or pretending that i'm a i'm a gm or an owner a fantasy stuff's Man, fun it's, so it's, it's, it's that, great it, to be back it's so it i mean i'm listening to matthew barry's the fantasy life book on oh, audiobook yeah. and i'm just like this it, he hit so many things. It's just like this is fun. It's growing. It's it's a way to meet new people. I mean, we met via fantasy football. So right. I mean, it's 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 pretty cool how just little things have have kind of uh, have kind of come up. So new new captains in the seats. New new show. Let's do a little bit of of reintroduction to those that may not know. I'm Matt Renshaw. Been playing fantasy for as long as I can remember, 20 years now. Um, my dad, I, I have four kids, six, five, two, and seven months, and we are done unless somebody upstairs makes something happen. We are officially <laughs> officially done. Uh, my two oldest are girls. My, my two youngest are boys, so uh, I'm still in that early toddler, first grade stuff and i mean life life is nuts right now uh, i've got two in school two at home I, I there are days where i'm like what did, how did how did we survive this like this oh is, man this is crazy it's, it's something that's indescribable to anybody who hasn't been there 
Right. Like it's indescribable. You think like, I always think I was talking about this with my buddies the other weekend. I got together with my college boys and um it's like do you remember when you we were kids and we the concept of what a grown man was was like this completely <laughs> right. other type. It was like if you were a hobbit and a and a grown father was an elf. Like you're just like that's a different breed of existence than what right. I could ever be. And then you realize as you get older, it's just oh, you're still you. It's just you're older and things are infinitely more complicated. You know how to pretend better. You like yeah. you just you put yeah yeah of course I know right what I'm on. doing. We had we had the other day we had two of the four, and I looked at my wife and I was like. People that have two kids think, oh, my gosh, it's so hard with two. And you have four and you go back to two. You're like, I wish I – you don't even know what you would do at the time now. It's crazy. It's wild. We went out We went out on my uncle's boat. I know I'm stepping all over your intro. No, no, in go conversation. ahead. We went out on my uncle's boat um, last Friday. And our, our older kids – I also have four children, by yes. the way. We'll get to that. Our older three kids are all in elementary school now. So we just took out our quote unquote baby, who's a giant two and a half year old, uh, out with my uncle and his wife on his boat. And um, it was like the easiest five hours of our lives together as parents. And right. I don't know how long, because it's just the one kid. Yeah. And it's not to downgrade, right? So no. if you're listening and you have one kid, you're like, hey, jerk faces. This is hard. You, no, it is you, hard. I yes, will give you that. You Yep, a hundred percent. When you have one kid, and that's all you've known, it's the hardest thing you've ever done. Yep. And when you have two kids, it's it's, the hardest thing you've ever done. Then you have it's yes. My wife and I said the exact same thing. We're like, when you're in it, this is so hard. And it's like you said, it's it's not a knock on my sister has two, and it's like I get it. Like I know what two's like, and I know how that feels. And in the moment, you're just like, oh my gosh, this is so hard. And so it's not yeah, like you said, it's not a knock on people that don't have multiple. It's it's hard. It's hard all around. It's not an easy job being a parent. It's not like fantasy football where, you know, you join your first league and you're like, oh, man, this league is my baby and I love it so much. But then, like, as long as you have the apps or maybe if you're on the same platform, like there's diminishing marginal returns. Yep. Like each one is not as difficult as adding a whole new thing. Right. right? Yeah. Like it's not quite, it's not quite the same, but I I could draw a few more parallels oh. if I really wanted to stretch that metaphor. Yeah, yeah. So you have four, you have four, yeah, four kids. boys, four boys. Yeah. So my wife, my wife and I have been married twelve years. Um, you know, a couple born. Well, she's born and raised her whole life Minnesotan. Uh, I went out of the state for a while for college, but uh, yeah, landed ten thousand lakes, raising up four little dudes. Uh, mine are all boys. Ten seven five and two and a half um the 10 year old just turned 10 fourth grade started tackle football for the first time this year and um i played football you know my whole life through college and uh having a child now play football like is a swelling of the heart at one point i didn't know if my body was capable of like withholding all the emotion all the dad feels coursing through my veins and like you know just like my brain was just like buzzing with like, oh my gosh, we're going to do all these things. Right. We study the playbook and it's great. And the brothers love to come and watch it because now he's like a big boy. You know? Oh yeah, he's, he's playing football. He's like graduated on, he's not doing flag, right? He's in the pads, he's got a helmet. You know, they're, they're, they're kind of popping him a little bit, right? Yeah. Like they see him as a different type of creature now. <laughs> he's on that next level. So it's it's been a lot of fun. But 
you know, getting um, our five-year-old just started kindergarten. And I tell you what, getting three kids up out of the house, fed, you know, on the bus. Yes. It is a different breed of busy every year, man. But yeah. we're, we've, we've reached the next level. So it's like, you know, fantasy season starting. Everybody likes to sit and watch football in my house. So we got to figure out with all the sports and all the activities, like how we're going to be able to decompress and at least like, all right, catch up on the first half highlights and then let's get into live boys. You go up to battle right. in, in the morning, yeah, like, yeah. get to that whole routine again. Yeah. It's my wife. We were watching the, the hall of fame game and she's like, wait, football's back already. I'm like, yes, oh, yeah. yes it is. Yeah. And I, so we have a family fantasy football league, my parents, my wife, my sister and her husband, and it's all, husbands and wives and she's like and and we did the draft and we it was basically who do you want who, who would it, when my wife came up who would you pick and i'm thinking i'm drafting two teams here then my mom and dad oh, classic my mom and dad are texting me who would you pick and i'm thinking if you guys i set up the league because i have a, a podcast and i play for all these fantasy sports and so i'm like if you guys just wanted me to make 11 different teams like i could have done that and just given it to you and they're no 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 so it's it, with the way people see you when you do something like this or when they know you play fantasy sports oh, it's like yeah i gotta ask him like so yeah so my wife and i play each other week one and of course i'm basically drafted her team and she's projected to beat me week one i'm like this is awesome i'm gonna beat yeah. i'm gonna get beat by my wife and i drafted her team right hey, but you know what on the flip side of that is you really can't lose. It's true. <laughs> you know? It's true. Like, and not even to be the, the dweeby, like, uh, happy wife, happy life right. type of guy. But, like, even if she wins, you get to puff up your chest that's a right. little bit and say, like, that's the team I drafted for I told you. her, You're I said, if, if you go to the playoffs, I actually went to the playoffs. Just She's like, whatever. Yeah. I don't care. I won my wife's work league, like, three years in a row. And it was the worst kept secret in the world. <laughs> like, we're in the draft year two. <clears throat> and, like, kind of you know, in the message side of ESPN or Yahoo or whatever, this was years ago. Yeah. And then uh, I said a couple of things and everyone's like, Garrett, can you just like not pretend to be Christine anymore? Like we all get it. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, and I wouldn't give it up though. Right. I wanted liability. I don't know what you mean. I, uh, as a woman, I'm personally offended that you would make that accusation. <laughs> Women know football too. You know, Steve, you big jerk. Yeah. 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 All I played right. it off. Nice. <laughs> So getting into football, talking about replacements and, and doing things for different people. Uh, Joe Flacco, starting QB for the New York Jets. Uh, New York, er, it's it's crazy what's going on in New York. NFL Network's Ian Rappaport reports Joe Flacco will start week one against the Ravens. Zach Wilson's going to be out for, it looks like, about four weeks. It means Flacco right. will take on his former team week one, rivalry week for everybody in the NFL, basically. You've got Flacco and the Ravens. You got Baker in the in the Browns. Um, I'm sure I'm missing multiple. We we got uh, well, it doesn't involve players moving from team to team, but it's Vikings Packers in the NFC North. There you go on Sunday. There's Big a lot rivalry. of showdowns. Big rivalry. Yeah, I mean it's absolutely. It's, uh, so Flacco takes on his former team. Uh, Jets pass catchers were far more productive in 2021 when Flacco was under center. Uh, Elijah Moore specifically. Uh, in the one game that Flacco started, Moore caught eight of his 11 targets for 141 yards and a touchdown. My question, and this is this is a throwback, what are the odds oh boy, that Joe go. Flacco takes the job and just runs with it all season and he's the starter for the rest of the year? Oh, boy. You know, 
I don't think the odds are, are really good, but anything can happen in a world where we haven't gotten like the utmost clarity around what's going on, you know, with young Mr. Wilson. Right. So if, it, because, you know, it officially to begin with, it didn't sound like he was going to miss this much time. No, no, right? it sounded like he was going to be back week one. Week one, maybe week two, we'll put some, you know, preliminary plans sort of in case of emergency week one stuff. Right. Flacco gets a start against the Ravens, whatever. Yeah. Great. Fun. It's going to make for, you know, viewership numbers. NFL is going to like that type of thing. Fine. Cool. Give the kid a week. But then it gets extended and then it's four weeks and it's kind of like, huh. And and then, you know, we had, it's been a couple weeks, but some of the the wide receivers have come out and sort of said, Flacco throws a better ball. Flacco throws a nice ball. It's a receiver friendly ball. He takes a little zip out of it. Like he can, he goes the distance, but it's kind of easy to bring in. It's pretty nice. And you're sort of like, huh. Wait a minute. Okay. That doesn't sound like they like Zach Wilson. But but everything the Jets as an organization have been saying has been sort of very supportive of their young quarterback. Yep. You know, he's a he's a little bit of Lothario, you know, <laughs> like he's a he's a he's a good looking young dude that, you know, maybe the older ladies, that's maybe right. the younger ladies hey, like too. He went to BYU for a reason. Okay, that's yeah. that's all I'm saying. Blonde hair, big smile, like a total chat, right? A, yeah. Um, Cougar and, magnet. Yes. So it seems like the, you know, the Jets would certainly like to be able to hang their hat on this kid as a long-term franchise option. Right. So I think that's why I'm, I'm going to give it low odds of happening because even if Flacco is successful, you know, at some point, the Jets are not going to get away. Their fan base isn't going to allow them to try to piecemeal seasons together one at a time. This is probably, arguably, the most talented their roster has been in a number of years, despite going out and taking a big swing on some big names, I think, inadvisedly in the last few years. And for that reason, I think Wilson gets on the field more than likely week five, barring a setback. I'm just going to read the first four opponents. Got the Ravens, the Browns, the Bengals, and the Steelers. If Flacco somehow three three and one goes three and one four and zero, how do you give it back to the kid? Like I don't know four and four and zero is you don't. That's that's those are some tough teams. I mean, of those four, Pittsburgh's probably the weakest. Yes. So yeah, I mean that's a that's a gauntlet. I'm not saying he does, but if he does. I think what you could hear in that situation, if he goes four and zero, I think if it's three and one, it's hey Joe, thank you, solid vet, right? Um, man, really great. Isn't it wonderful that we have a backup in case of emergencies that we know can get out there and not just get a spot win, which what? is kind of the expectation for a backup yeah. quarterback. But Elite MVP, a, the, Super Bowl yes. MVP, Joe Flacco, three W's, right? Yeah. If he goes four and zero. I think you maybe hear something about out of an abundance of caution. We're going to hold off on Zach Wilson. Yeah, to put Zach in the best position possible for him to lead this franchise, for him to put his health first. Out of an abundance of caution, we're going to, you know, let Joe get another start. Yep. And then, how uh, long can that go they, on? For, they play. Right? They play the Dolphins week five. It could get nasty. Yeah. So I mean, I don't. I don't anticipate it, but that if. Three and one, four and zero. Oh, I think it gets hard. I think I think you'd set the kid down and go. Ah, let's see if you're actually ready. So right, right. Uh, speaking of injured players, every 
injured player seemed like they came back to practice today, except George Kittle. Kittle was injured yeah. in Monday's practice. Uh, now he's sidelined. Coach Kyle Shanahan said, quote, he's going to take it day by day. And Kittle did not feel good Wednesday. Uh, it looks like he's going to be a game-time call week one against the Bears. If he isn't able to play, Samuel gets a bump. Brandon Ayuk gets a bump. Who who do you think is the most beneficial here? You know, it's, I think it's probably Debo Samuel just because of their ability to move him around the field of play. Yeah. I mean, we saw it all last year, right? And it got better as the season went on. Like, they did more with him. And he got paid. Whether, he got paid. So yep. he's not, he's not going to be hesitant to do anything now. It's... Right. I mean, he kind of said, you know, I want to be more of a prototypical or prototypical wide receiver. But what what works for him is not doing that. Right. And Shanahan doesn't tend to use offensive weapons in the prototypical way. Absolutely. So I think he's the biggest bump. I'm high on Debo. I've been down on on. I mean, not down on Kittle. He's he's certainly not a tier one uh, tight end in my mind Ooh. anymore. Um, I've got Mark Andrews and Kelsey, even, I mean, it, it, certainly in a redraft and dynasty, I still think his stock is high enough. You can make plenty of moves with him, but I mean, do you rank him above Kyle Pitts? No, no, I mean, probably not, not do dynasty. Above, no. Do you rank him above Mark Andrews? No, he, for me with the injuries and everything where he's been, he's probably four tight end four. four. I have him. Above uh, your five is probably Hawkinson. Yeah, uh, Dalton I mean, Schultz is in Schultz, the mix. See, as a Cowboys fan, I think Schultz is a product of the system. I don't think Schultz is a top tight end. I mean, we I saw can see that. we saw every tight end in Dallas get numbers. Um, the guy, I, the guy that broke his back, I can't even remember his name. But it's just like <laughs> right. every tight end puts up puts up numbers in Dallas. So um, I th- I don't I he's there the best. The best ability is not injured, so I think I right. butchered that, but whatever. Yeah, it's close. <laughs> he's he's hurt a lot. It seems like Kittle's hurt a lot. I love him. He's he's a great person. He's fun. Um, you know, I don't think anybody has more fun than him on the field. But man, you gotta stay healthy. You it, for me, it's like I want to see. I want to see if he's got a little bit of issues to start the season. He's got to get right and stay right. Yeah. I think he's got four years left on his deal in San Francisco. Right. So it's not a like, it's not a risk about him losing his job. I mean, the talent's there. Yeah. The explosiveness is there. He was going to be Just, a safety blanket for, for Lance. Like that was my, I'm like, right? all right, he'll get peppered because you got a rookie quarterback that's going to dump off. And, and I think the big winner here is probably Lance. Um, not that he wouldn't before, but now he's my guess is he'll you he'll rely more on his legs. I mean, he won't have that's somebody to dump point. off to, so he'll take off. And if you're in a points per carry league, that's definitely a boost, I think, for Lance. Which is weird to say that losing a top tight end is a boost to the quarterback, but I think he's going to run more, and you're going to see uh, his numbers inflated because of it. Yeah, because now if you need five yards, do you go to the, your your safety blanket tight end that's not there right away, or right. do you just go get those five that's yards? Right. Because gosh, you can run like the wind. Well, any what you want to show that you know I'm I'm the guy. Everyone's everyone's doubting me. Thinks Jimmy GQ's the guy. I don't know. Poor, it's, it's, poor Jimmy. We'll see. We'll see what happens if he gets as soon as he gets traded. Those drawings stop. Oh man, I so like I kind of like just because it's fun for me. Uh, yeah. Like, What's she going to do next? What, what else are we coming out with? Because it's got to be getting tough. 
I'm sure she just has different, like, I'm sure people are thrown in suggestions. Submissions. Yeah. yeah. Hey, how about this? How about this? So, I, I we'll see. Um, speaking of injuries, or Packers beat reporter Tom Silverstein, probably, reports head coach Matt LaFleur was non-committal on Alan Lazard's status for week one. This comes as a yeah. bit of a surprise. There's a chance that we learn more about this in the coming days, but Lazard reportedly missed last week's practices for undisclosed reasons. We don't know. We've got several days to go until week one matchup with the Vikings. This, uh-huh. this to me, is like the perfect storm for Sammy Watkins to have his big week one and never do anything again the rest of the year. Yes. Like, we've seen this movie before. This yes. is uh, Karate Kid every- 4. I don't, I don't know if that's the right... <laughs> yeah. It's just something we it happens every year. He has one big week and then he falls off a cliff. Was that the one uh with with a million dollar baby or a Will Smith's kid in it? Karate Kid 4. I can't remember. That's that's, that's the Will Smith's kid, I think. Jaden? Yeah. Then Yeah. That's the the pseudo remake with 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 I want to go Ken. home. You're right. I want to go yeah, home. Yeah, I hate it here. <laughs> I'm so upset. I am in a number of leagues, and it's funny because um, when this news started making ripples, I looked in a bunch of my redraft leagues and said, uh, who did I get in the last round of my draft? And can I give them the boot to pick up Sammy? See if Sammy gets his three touchdowns in week (sighs) one, and if there's a sucker out there, I can flip him to. Yeah. Gosh. It's it's like every year. It's classic. Groundhog's Day. It's classic. Week one, Sammy Watkins will be big, and week two, he'll have a soft tissue issue, and he'll be out for six weeks. Mm-hmm. Yep the the uh, the dreaded STI. Who so, who's the receiver you want in Green Bay? I mean, or is there Aaron, one? Aaron Jones. Oh, okay. That's who. Yeah. That's exactly who I was going to say. He's not a receiver, yeah. but Aaron Jones could lead the Packers in receiving this year. Aaron Aaron Jones. Um, I'm willing to to take a look at Lazard only because I mean the health issues you know are concerning, but uh, you know Aaron Rodgers hates rookies. Yeah, like he's a he's a noted rookie hater, and if you mess up, you lose his trust. If you're young, you lose you never get his trust. And he's played with Lazard, so I think he's like his ageism might come into it just right. a little bit. Randall there. Cobb's there, but he gets hurt. And he is not, I mean, he's not even right. a shadow of his former self, right? Like, it's just like Aaron was lonely and wanted a friend around. Hey, I'm bring sorry. Cobb back, and I'll, I'll come yeah. back. I just need a friend in the locker room, man. All Some right. of these guys are mean to me. They're making fun of me because I'm, I'm always 38. asking Jeopardy questions. I need a friend. I'm too old to make new friends. I'm going to do some hallucinogenics now. Yeah, and open myself up to the universe and maybe Robert Tanya. Like, that's the other yeah. thing that I could maybe, maybe see. But he hasn't done anything in two years. Well, but he's been injured, remember? Yeah, so I think yeah. I think if you go back and take a look at the connection those two were developing a couple years ago, and I, you know, I, I watch a lot of NFC games, so I've seen a lot of Green Bay. Rodgers, they've always, it seems like he would really like to utilize a tight end because Green Bay has for years now, with Rodgers under center, scored like just a disproportionate number of passing touchdowns right. from the 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 not just the red zone but like five yards and out like where other teams 
man, uh, listeners to this show that aren't that are Packers fans and haven't heard me <laughs> talk much are really gonna get sick of me. Teams that don't have an egomaniac under center, uh, they run the football, right? right? And Aaron Aaron Rodgers is a generational talent. There's no, I mean, he is an elite quarterback. It's wonderful to watch him play football. He wants that MVP every single year. He is zeroed in on it. And how do you do that? Throw touchdowns. By putting passes. the team, throw touchdowns. So you know whether it is. Um, his his wide receiver and uh they run a little out route and hang out in the back or when you see him with an effective tight end yep yeah big body five yards out right. a little dump off whatever it might be i, I mean I he, think he made it's something to watch because he's largely undrafted right if, yeah in a redraft he's largely undrafted in a dynasty he's super he cheap in dynasty. Wire, he's super right? cheap or yeah. you can go get him for cheap yeah i mean you could I think I tried to get him for a third this offseason, and I, I've soured on him a little. But I'm like, eh, if you're if you're desperate at tight end, like in the Scott Fishbowl, I I didn't Perfect. go tight end early. I thought uh, Tanyan went. I'm like, oh. I was. It was weird that I was disappointed that I didn't get Robert Tanyan. Yeah, I think where you are in a tight end premium league, there are a lot worse options out there. You could be chasing the dream of. Cameron Brait still, you know, which yeah. I think is a significantly worse option than old Bobby T. Yeah. Let's do this. Let's let's end it, and then we'll come back and do three, and then the we'll do three, and the or is it three stories, four stories? No, three. Yeah. Um, and then we'll do your. Um, what am I? And then we'll do what this. are you? Yeah. What are you? And then we'll do this or that. Okay, cool. Let me end this and I'll do no more.
Come on. There, there we go. go. <clears throat> this is Didn't fun. want to come through. I uh I get kids are kids are not as smart as they think they are. Um, I'm getting emails about a student I had last year sharing an assignment that we did in class. I'm like, she's not in my in my class now. Why is she trying to share an assignment? Looks like her younger sister's in the class, and she's sharing oh, really? last year's assignment. That are they? They're exactly the same. Oh, that's incredible. But I'm like, I don't have the sister, but I'm thinking, I might bust her tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Hey, what you doing sharing your stuff with your sister? Right. What's this up to? Yeah. Be smarter, because it gives me a notification. Just make a copy of it. Okay, so we've got Emmanuel Sanders, Dawson Knox, and Ron Rivera. Okay, so that'll, that'll the Tanya and tight end talk will lead into Knox. Uh, record. Recording in progress. So speaking of tight ends, news from today. Bill signed tight end Dawson Knox to a four-year contract extension. The extension will make Knox one of the five highest paid tight ends in the league. Knox rise to prominence in that Josh Allen-led Buffalo offense. He might be uh, Dalton Schultz or Dawson Knox. Oh, uh, man. I don't know. I think Dalton Schultz. Um you just said sort of like system tight end. Yeah. There's such thing as a system tight end thing now. I Dawson Knox, for me, when I think about it, like one, if I'm looking for a, a later round tight end in redraft, just fine. Yeah. Just fine. I'm, I'm more than comfortable. And, and I shouldn't say later round. I should say, you know, kind of mid-round. Easily mid-round. You're going to have to pay up for him a bit. He's probably most people's like top 10 for sure, but sort of towards the back half. The challenge is with Dawson Knox, there's a lot of talent on that roster. You know, if you're looking for people to throw the ball to, they've got the receiver. Sure. you got, you know, Gabe Davis. And Gabe Davis. There's a, there's a number of McKenzie, running backs. Stephon Diggs, yeah. Right. And if you're in the red zone, where a lot of teams rely on that tight end, big body guys go up and get it, kind of a mismatch with short yardage. You've got a beast of a quarterback that can just truck a few dudes yeah. and score that touchdown himself. The target share that he's seen, uh, you know, without having it directly in front of me, I want to say it's like low teens, so above 12, like yeah. 12 and a half, 13 and a half maybe 14 percent in there so there's there's just a lot to spread the ball around i don't think it's it's certainly not a bad signing i think it would give me a lot of confidence if i am a dynasty owner of dawson knox that he's going to have a home because the worst with a good quarterback with a good quarterback who's going to be there for a long long time that's the difference between him and schultz is knox has the contract for for four or five years now yeah. Schultz could be gone next year. He didn't ever sign his. Point. I mean, he doesn't. It doesn't have an extension. He signed his franchise tag, but who knows where he's going to be, long term. Uh, and tight ends, roaming tight ends, typically don't have a lot of luck, right? You right. sort of like bloom where you're planted, yep. or Henry, it doesn't go so well. For example, was in with the Chargers, had Herbert, awesome, left. He did okay in in New England, uh, very touchdown dependent guy, but it was like, I think his value took a dump not a dump but uh, he it took a it dropped his value dropped when he went from herbert led offense to pass the ball around new england so according to dynasty trade calculator.com 
Dawson Knox is the 10th ranked tight end behind Pitts, Andrews, Kelsey, Kittle, Hawkinson, Waller, Godair, Schultz, and Fryermuth. Really? Yeah. So, so it's pretty. It's kind. You I said mean, ten. That's tight. that's yeah. Back in the pretty 10. tight. So that's yeah. Uh, I mean, I like it. I think it's a strong offense. But I, you're right. There's a lot of mouths to feed. Everybody expects Gabe Davis to break out. Um, they cut OJ Howard, which I've never. Those listeners that have listened to the show since the beginning, OJ Howard has always been overrated. Jones, to me. So uh, yeah, it's. It, you like you said, it's good. It's good that he's there long term. He's tied to Josh Allen. Okay, he's a middling tight end. Um, let's see, Commanders, which is gonna take me a while to get used to saying. Uh, I I can't do it, man. I still struggle with San Diego Chargers and Los Angeles Chargers. Like I, it's tough. Chargers, but now it's like Vegas also- Raiders. Come on. <laughs> um, I'll just say Washington. Like I, I think that's because they were Washington that's football team default. and. Yeah. Well, you know, I do, you know, I, I listeners, one thing with my introduction, um, besides fantasy football, I, I talk a lot about Batman. I have a, I have a Batman podcast that right. I host for um, a wonderful website called batmanonfilm.com. But I have a buddy of mine that has uh, also a Batman themed podcast. And when the, the trick on his show is there's a lot of comic book, comic book artists and writers who have very difficult to pronounce last names and typically you don't hear these like there aren't tv commentators saying comic book artists right. writers last names out loud for you to hear so if there's ever a doubt you don't say like um oh i don't know like you wouldn't you wouldn't say uh like robert gianna blah, 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 do and try to pronounce it you just say robert g yeah and then you're through it so i think like with washington that's that's my trick too the washington then, guys Washington. Yeah. Yeah, it's those football players in Washington. The team Dan Snyder to, owns for now. Right. I don't because then I don't have to worry about saying the old thing that isn't people don't like anymore. Right. It might be offensive. I don't have to worry about saying the new thing that I know I'm gonna get wrong because I'm like, God, what the heck is that silly name? The, uh, just, uh, Washington. Yeah. Yeah. The Washington football team, which I think they should have just kept that, anyway. It's it's universal. It covers everything. Uh, so we've all kind of heard of Brian Robinson and and what happened there. Dude's off crutches. Looks like he's gonna play this season. I mean, they didn't put him on the IR, so he's not he's not gonna miss four weeks. Um, he could regain the the running back one early down role as soon as he's back to full health. Right now, Antonio Gibson's gonna be the RB two, RB one. I mean, he's gonna lose passing down carries to or passing down opportunities to uh, JD McKissick. It's good to see that Robinson's okay. He's not. I mean, he's he's alive, thankfully. Right. Oh, uh, you know always I mean? a plus. That's crazy. Um, but I think this is a backfield that if you've got Gibson now, great. Ride him while you can, and maybe sell him off after a week or two. Yeah, I actually had um, a friend of mine reach out to get my advice on a a trade for Gibson, and I'm like, you don't. To me this is not the time to trade for Gibson. Like how weak. See, and I don't hate trading for him right now. I don't hate, I don't hate it, but the talent is what the talent is. Right. And the concerns leading in to the, you know, shooting injury were still, they're still there. Oh, Absolutely. So it's the best of a bad option. I don't know that I'd make a trade for him, except that, you know, they're going to be, 
he's going to get touches yep. because they're going to need him to get touches. And maybe the preseason, you know, ickiness that was associated to him has driven the value down enough that you can get him at a bargain. Yes. So it's kind of the same thing as anything. Like, I guess at the right price, I can get, I can be interested, but. I got him in a redraft in a, in a charity league, much like the Scott Fishbowl. Um, I got him as my RB5 at pick 80. I think it was okay. like, yeah, like sixth, seventh round. And I was like, yeah. okay, I'll take a shot I'm not, here. I'm not mad about that. Right. I mean, whatever. And this was the day before the shooting. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. Uh, I mean, right. not, not that I'm happy that anybody got shot, whatever. Well, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. this well, could have worked out worse. Dads. We're lovers. Yeah. We're not haters. We yeah. don't want people to I'm get glad shot. Robinson's okay. But if someone has to get shot, it helps the player's no. fantasy profile. No, no, of course not. No. Of course not. So, no, it was just one of those, like, he's going to get touches. I think I think the whole not using him is getting overblown. Um, I think he'll be there. He'll be okay. They drafted Robinson in the third round, fourth round. So it, it's going to be a committee. I mean, and we kind of knew that when they brought McKissick back that – it's shaping up to be not a not a workhorse running back situation. That was a that was a collective bummer, I think, from everybody. Whether you whether you were a manager with McKissick on your squad, or whether you know you had Gibson on your team, yeah. like when they're like, "Hey, we're we're gonna keep the band together." It's like, no, no please don't do that. Somebody needs to leave. This was like when you thought a stock was going to split, you know, right. like, and instead it just sort of. Doesn't do anything. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, or it just fizzles. It doesn't tank, right? It just sort of like. Meh. Speaking of fizzling, perfect lead into this next story. Emmanuel Sanders is retiring from the NFL after twelve seasons. Uh, faded down the stretch last year in Buffalo. Got injured. Got outplayed by Gabe Davis. Um, yeah. Signed a one-day contract with the Broncos to retire a Bronco. Do you have a favorite Emmanuel Sanders? memory oh, man favorite memory you don't have to make one up you can say no it's okay i don't know that i do but i've been i've had emmanuel sanders on a number of my teams over the years and um man like those years in denver were just so he was really fun to watch and of course everybody thinks about you know the peyton manning like that was a really good stretch yeah but he, he was just like you know, this like gritty sort of hard running, like sharp cuts, grab the ball, get up field. Like he was a, he's a fun wide receiver to watch. I was really pretty hopeful for him, you know. And he played he with was, three Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Oh, yeah. He played with Big Ben, played yep. Manning, and maybe I'm giving Josh Allen too much credit here, but. Well, I don't know. It might not be too early. Yeah. I think, I think he's, you know, I think he's well on his way at this point. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's, he's a talented, dynamic football player. I was really hopeful for him in Buffalo and yeah. I thought he had more in the tank, but you know, if you can retire out of this league with all your faculties, yep. without a major career ending injury, without, you know, uh, long lasting CTE complications yeah. with some money in your pocket and then, Hey, I'm relatively young. I've got my health. I've got a full body that moves the way I want it to move. You can't fault the guy. No, not at all. 35. 
Okay, now we're going to do something new, a new segment. You, you've got experience with this. This is, this is your segment. Tell us what it is. So I already mentioned uh, in my job, my other podcasting job as the host of the Batman on Film podcast, there's this uh, game we like to play. And it's called What Are You? Matt, have you seen Tim Burton's Batman from 1989? No. Okay, so I'm going to need you to watch that. Yikes, we should have Tim, covered that Tim before. Tim Burton's Batman. Yeah, it's, yeah, Michael Keaton is Batman. Yes, okay. Yeah. So I know Jack Nicholson is the 100%. Joker. Yes. Yeah, Tim Burton's the director, okay. right? Michael okay. Keaton. I see. Jack I hear Tim Nicholson. Burton, I think, like Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah, which is also a great movie. Yeah, so okay. But I know I know the film you're talking about. I know Jack Nicholson killed it. Was very right. well received. Oh, fantastic. Huge blockbuster. Bat Batmania swept in slipped not just the nation, the world. Um, so there's this opening scene, right, where we first get introduced to Batman. He's taking down uh two criminals that have just robbed a family. It seems very reminiscent of the night Bruce Wayne's parents were murdered, right? Okay, Batman okay. was born. Spoiler alert for anybody. Oh no, yeah, sorry. Yeah, if, if uh, 1989, 32 years ago. Yeah. Yeah, well, in you know, the comic book came out in 1939. Oh, yeah, so it's so. really we're going in the way back machine. <laughs> But uh, Batman's terrifying. He lifts up this this uh, dastardly, you know, evildoer, picks him up in the air, and the guy says, what are you? And he says, I'm Batman. You know, like, it's great. Yeah. So we do a trivia game. It's called What Are You? Okay. Uh, because I like the way that little sound bite yeah. uses, and that's the intro. Listeners, you're going to hear it. It's going to be fun. Yeah. So this is a game where Matt's playing, but listeners, you're all playing at home. I can't so wait to be embarrassed by this. Right. Whether you're at home or in the gym or commuting back to the office on a walk with the dog, whatever you're doing, you're playing along. I'm going to give three standard difficulty clues, just run of the mill, regular kind of trivia type level difficulty okay. clues. And then, because everybody likes to win, right? we're handing out a participation I love trophy. It. I'm coaching you sports. I know about the participation trophies. The fourth clue is the giveaway clue. If you have any, any, pride <laughs> or or knowledge you'll probably get it with this fourth clue this is where You're, i miss the fourth clue and i look like an idiot week yeah, one. oh yeah oh i do this to my buddies on the <laughs> batman show all the time it's Great. fantastic and matt's on the honor system you guys can't see us i can't see know. anything i will i'll be i i don't know where you put it i don't know how you have it oh it's, yeah i've got it up on my own okay, screen it's not in matt's our rundown gonna, sheet he's gonna raise his hand after the clue where he thinks he knows the answer Okay. And we're, we're we're on the honor system here. I see his hand. He's going to hold that answer. Listeners, for you, I'm going to continue to give those clues because you want to play. You're having a fun time listening to the show. Let's see if we can do this together. Right. The goal for everyone is to get it in as few clues as possible. Okay. Matt, are you ready? Yeah. All right, let's get into the game. Okay. I want you to tell all your friends about me. Who am I? What are you? We're going to find out. Now, the subject for today's game, this is a dynasty, in my opinion, dynasty trade for candidate. Okay. This is a wide receiver. Okay. Once again, we're going to start with the clues. Matt, when you know, put your little hand up. Listeners, you keep playing at home. Clue number one, following this player's time at Texas A&M, he has played eight seasons in the NFL. Matt's got his hand up already. Listeners, hopefully you're not as smart as Matt. Otherwise, this isn't <laughs> as fun as I thought it would be. 
Clue number two. Despite having just 15% target share last season, this individual finished as the wide receiver eight. What are you? Matt already knows. Listeners, you probably know already, too. You're, you're all smart. This individual holds six NFL records, six of them. What are you? And clue number four, this is the giveaway. Matt, you're going to know whether or not you're right on uh, yeah. clue number I'm one. But out. I think you're pretty good. Uh, Tom Brady might not always be his QB forever, but his next QB is probably going to like having a six foot three and a half, 200, sorry, six foot five and a half, 230 pound red zone target at his disposal just as much. What are you? Matt, you had it after one answer. Who are we talking it's about? It's Mike tonight? Evans. Mike Evans. Mike Evans. It is Mike Evans. Now, let me ask you this, Matt. Do you consider, or if you hold me accountable here, okay. would you think of Mike Evans as a dynasty buy candidate? We said it earlier. It all comes down to price. Um, he is the only receiver in NFL history to have over a thousand yards every single year. All uh, the time. I, I mean, he's he's reliable. He's streaky. He, I mean, he'll have a week where he puts up thirty eight points and a week where he puts up twelve. Um, but with Brady there, it's been a little bit more consistent. Um, I would buy. I, I like Mike Evans. Uh, I'm thinking twenty three mid to late first we'll probably get him especially with the 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 bump that those picks are starting to see now it's getting crazy i don't hate it i like it i mean if you need a consistent if you, if he's your wide receiver too you're set oh you are more than set and, and, that, and that's my next question was going to be all right so if you're in this is a buy what do you think is at 23 mid Right, like yeah. that mid to late first, absolutely. Mid to late he first. reminds me of not that they're the same player, but in terms of value and, and position, Keenan Allen always undervalued, sure. always puts up consistent numbers, but people just like hey, he's not sexy. He just he, he, he's not sexy. He just he's consistent. I like it. Well, and and younger than you think, right? So yeah. Allen is. 20, 29, 29 years yeah. old, I think, now that the season starts. Right. He's been in the league eight years, but those eight years have been pretty fantastic. Yeah. Like, Mr. Consistent. But he, didn't, he started, he had those two freak injuries. Torres ACL, his spleen blew yeah. up, and everyone labeled him as injury prone. If you had him, I mean, I'm thinking of a few guys that I've talked to. He just, if you bought him then, which I bought him after the spleen for cheap, he's been awesome. He's my wide receiver too, and he's consistently finishes as a low-end wide receiver one. It's sort of the classic, um, you know, as best balls become more prominent over the last few years, it feels like the easy out for analysts, yep. you know, it, on Twitter, of, of course, uh, especially is sort of like, oh, in best ball, though, like this yeah. is a guy. No, yeah, in best ball. I love anybody, that. Anybody is a guy in best yeah, ball. Yeah, because they could have a me. week where they blow up and they're in, yeah. Right. You know, literally anybody, yes. like Jerk McKinnon, but best ball. Best like, ball. Okay. He, he's good, yeah. yeah. One of them on your squad. The, the big one but, for that I was heard in best ball was uh, was Deshaun Jackson. In best ball, he's got to go four rounds higher than he would normally in any other league. And I'm like, like, do you? Does he though? Like, yeah. come on, he's fast. Come on, yeah, that's good. You know, it, Evans still has some some time on on his uh, on his. You know, I think what three or four at least more solid yeah. years. The yeah. way he plays, the type of big bodied, you know, possession receiver. Like, I, I think. You can go out and get Mike Evans and be really happy with him. Yes, on your lineup. A and M so, gave it away. That was I the, know. 
so I had two versions that I typed up and one I didn't have A and M in yep. and I must not have saved it. Gotcha. And uh, when I started reading it, I'm like, ah, oh, dang it. I'm too far yep. into reading this clue. And I was like, A&M receiver. It's gotta be Evans. And then yeah, you said eight years and I was like, it's Evans. It's Evans. Yeah. That's, so that was next, the one that got me next time. I'm dialing up the difficulty. I like it. I, I like it. So I've got a new one, uh, you know, as dads, you know, I, we give our kids, they're younger, you know, you can do this or you can do that. And sometimes it's basically the same thing. And so I'm calling this segment, this or that it's a trade question. Uh, we got from, from Steve on, on Twitter. Um, would you rather have this Joe Mixon or that Ezekiel Elliott in a 2024 first round pick It's a 12 team half point PPR league, man. This is a tough one. Really? For me, it's tough. And yes. I'll tell you why it's tough. Because I think... Well, 2024, hold on. Yeah, it's not 23. You gotta no, wait a year not, for it. This is not tough. This is Zeke in a 23 for me. It's not 23. It's 24 first. Oh. Zeke in a 24 right. first. Or Call Joe Dart. Mixon. You can edit this in post, right? The listeners don't <laughs> Absolutely. have to listen to me have a hard time figuring out what year it is. So it's Zeke and a 24 first or Joe Mixon. This is easy I for got, me. While you think, I I'll let go you think. Jo- I got to go Joe Mixon. See, that's not what I would want. But I am the obvious Zeke backer. I figure I've got two years of production out of Zeke, and then he's gone. And then I can use that 2024 first, wherever it lands, either to trade for somebody or draft a running back out of that class. All right. So I like Mixon this year. I do. I like I do like Mixon this year. He's a year younger than Zeke, right? Mm-hmm. If I'm thinking about it. Less wear um, and tear. Less little less miles on the tires. I, I Zeke's O line situation has degraded. And maybe yeah. that's just a this year thing. We'll see what happens next year. You know, if they get their big left tackle, uh, Smith, right? Yeah. If, yep, if they Tyler get him Smith. back. Yep. Um you know what? I just might have talked my way into, into your Zeke? side of the coin. <laughs> yeah, I just because the, this year, this year, if I'm thinking about my redraft leagues, I'm de- I've I'm taking Zeke over mixing every time, and I, that's actually been contrarian in some leagues this year, which seems funny to me. I don't I don't know. You're taking who, Zeke over mixing straight up in a redraft uh, look, league. In a redraft mm-hmm. league, just based on who else is available. Now I'm gonna, Mick, I'm gonna be honest, I, Zeke's. I love Zeke. I'm probably the biggest Zeke homer there is. I'm taking Mixon at the end of the first, early second, in a redraft league. I'm not taking Zeke that high. No, I'm not taking Zeke that high. I'm not saying that at the okay. same draft spot. I'm Just saying relative relative to ADP gotcha. this year, I am more comfortable waiting on Zeke yeah. and getting one of the wide receivers end of the first, beginning of the second, yeah, yeah. where Mixon's going. That's so, fair. yeah, let me be clear on that. 2024. It's so yeah, far out. First. Like that's why if this was a 23 first, it makes it that much easier. Oh, hundred percent. I was going to, when I was, when I first was reading this and thinking, okay, why is this difficult? Because the 23 class is also like, yes, stocked. Loaded. It's like going to a small private man-made lake that the DNR, this is Minnesota <laughs> talk for everybody, just loaded up with walleye, you know, four years ago and now you're just pulling them up right so low 24 there's more questions i think the you could always flip that pick as well yeah i i like i like the versatility i i've come back around you're right zeke in a 24 okay 
last one, opening day. By the time you listen to this, opening day is today. Uh, Rams versus Bills. This the, the line was shocking to me. The Rams are getting two and a half points. They're at home. That's a slap in the face. They're the Super Bowl champions, and they're getting points at home. Are you taking the Rams two and a half? Um, no, I oh. am. Uh, I, I'm actually. I, I, I'm looking at the Bills to come in and just blow them out. Kinda, no, no, but spoil people's good time. I think. I think there's there's sort of. Um, you know, a little bit of Super Bowl hangover. I think it's figuring out the Rams, what they want to do with that running game. What are the splits going to look like? How do you get into the rhythm? I think the I think the Bills, even though it's tough to travel west, it's not as tough as when teams travel east. So yeah. I don't know that the on-the-road thing is going to be a big issue. And they're used to the spotlight. Sure. So. I don't know that they're going to come in and slap them around on their on their home court, but I, I'm not going to. I'm not going to be surprised if, if they do. Yeah, if they cover, I will. I will take the Rams at two and a half. Okay, easy, easy. I don't know why. I don't know why that's easy. It, it just they're at home. They're. I, I get it. The uh, the elbow of Stafford. What's Acres going to look like off the Achilles? He didn't look good in the playoffs. Those are the two things together for me. Yeah. Just like, uh, it just, it, it just makes it a little bit tough. I don't know if he's going to be, you know, zipping it up. And I, I paid up for cup in redraft leagues this year. So like, I would love it to not be. I think I know the over under on Stefan Diggs yardage is 68 and a half. Jalen Ramsey is going to lock him up. So this is either Gabriel Davis's breakout. Welcome to the league game or the bills falter. I mean, I, I don't, I, I think that's Dawson where. Knox just there you just go. He's gonna blow up. <laughs> he got paid, like, and he's gonna show everybody like, why. I listened to those dynasty dads. They said uh, <laughs> tight end ten. All right, let's I'm show. out. I'm I'm gonna be tight end one this year. No, so that's that's where I'm at. I will. I'm I'm comfortable. I'm not betting a house, but sure. I'm comfortable putting some money on on the Rams. Okay, it's gonna be fun either way, right? Like, Absolutely. It's, it's opening. It's opening season day. Well, and it's two high-powered offenses with two stout defenses. Yep. Both have been in the hunt. Both Let's are go. Super Bowl contenders. Oh, 100%. I mean, one's a Super Bowl champion. I think everyone's picking the Bills to win this year, which means they won't. But, right. yeah, they're, they're top teams in the league. Heck this, of a way to open it up. This was fun. This was fun, This man. was good. I like, I like the new – I'm really going to like – your segment. I feel like that's going to be what that's going to be fun. I'm, I'm really going to like that. Um, just to remind the listeners, we are brought to you by DynastyTradeCalculator.com. Stop guessing. Start calculating. Garrett, see you next week. See you later. All right. Stop recording. recording stopped. Boom. That was fun. Yeah. <laughs>